Good evening, and welcome to the Living in Journey podcast. My name is R. Mac, your host of the Living in Journey podcast. Tonight, we are going to um, go through the COVID-19 vaccine with a guest that we went through tonight. Um, his name is Dr. Joseph Richter, um, head of Hudson Heights Pediatrics. Um, located in Washington Heights, New York, New York, and um, we spoke. We spoke to him about the um, COVID nineteen, how it's handled it over there. We also spoke. We um, we're gonna go through the news also, and we're also gonna speak about um, how the elections are fraud. Um, how people should call um, the the uh, Georgia's state. And Wisconsin State, Michigan State, and and other states, how they should call um, their governors and legislators. Well, tonight, coming up on the podcast, and we're also going to speak about the Moroccan peace um, deal. All coming up on the podcast. This is the Living Journey um, podcast with your host Ari Mack. With us right now is Dr. Joseph Richter, head of. Um, Hudson Heights Pediatrics, my currently um, is the founder of Hudson Heights Pediatrics, and my uncle, wonderful uncle, Doctor Rick, <laughs> to the show. Thank you, Ria. I'm I'm so happy to be here. Well, um, as as um, COVID has um been in the past months, um, I'm sure. It's been crazy for you in general um, the past few months. How has it has been as a pediatrician um, for you? Um, so I would say that it's been both very tough seeing a lot of people who've been affected by COVID-19. They've had family members who've been sick, family members who've died. Um, uh, and they have been concerned about getting infected and what it means. Um, I think that it's been very hard for especially the older children because I think that trying to keep socially distance that's really affected people as, and as much as I think it's necessary I think mm-hmm. it's really affected them in a way that's been very hard and isolating for people. For sure. I would also say I would also say that I'm lucky that I do, would say I'm lucky as a pediatrician we generally don't see the same sorts of things that people who work with older people affected with COVID-19 infected with with, with COVID-19 uh and I don't work in the hospital or with critically ill patients. So I think that in that sense, we're, we're kind of lucky. But in the other sense, it's, it's uh, uh, as a primary care physician, I know these families really well. And it's hard to, yeah. hard to see them like that. Yeah. Um, with, um, with um, I'm going to get into the uh, vaccination in a, in a couple uh about two minutes um 
Um, I just wanted to break down um, through COVID nineteen stuff. Um, like, have you have you seen like very little kids who unfortunately had COVID nineteen? Like, um, for example, in my school, um, the teachers say that it's very hard to um, breathe for like a little child who's four years old could barely can't breathe through the mask. What, what would you say about that? Um, I would say that it's a matter of getting used to the mask that I think that we have not had a single patient in, in our practice who, if they're, if they have gotten used to using the mask, who's had a problem. I think that there sometimes is a lot, there's a lot of anxiety surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of misinformation about a mask. Um, it's uncomfortable, but it sure. is certainly something that, like many things that are uncomfortable, but necessary, um, we, we think that you should challenge ourselves, do whatever, do what we can. And I think that we really, we really haven't had a kid who, you know, um, uh, who's had a problem with it. For sure. Um, now going into like the quarantine part, um, mm-hmm. would you, would you um, say that quarantine can lead to um, emotional um, problems? Like for example, um, anxiety and mental um problems for children would you um say that it can lead to that i think it's more so i think that that quarantine is is difficult um i think it's really hard i think that that when i was talking about some before the other child the older children that um that are affected by both quarantine and social distancing in general, but specifically those in quarantine, I don't think people have had too much trouble with the two week lockdown. I think that they've had, um, I think they've had difficulty with the full year of not being able to see their friends and living a normal life. That's really been more more of a concern than just the quarantine. Mm-hmm. Although, yes, I've had, I've definitely had, I've definitely had families that said, I don't know what to do with my, I've had parents call and say, I don't know what to do with my kid. This is really difficult. What can we do? Yeah. And we've talked through that, but, and tried to try to see what quarantine means in a safe way that doesn't, that doesn't expose others to COVID-19. All right. Um, the latest topic, as everyone um, has been talking about, the mm-hmm. vaccination. Um, the latest topic. Um, the first question is that everyone would like to know is what's the difference between the Moderna vaccine and the Pfizer vaccine? What is the difference between that? You know, there's very little difference between the two. They have the same platform, which is called an mRNA platform, um, where they uh, the vaccine includes a sample of 
messenger RNA that is injected in into our arms and it goes it's picked up by our immune system it's uncoded to make a, a small portion of the virus um and it and which helps us and then our bodies make make our, our bodies have a response to make antibodies and to develop different types of reactions to help to help recognize a portion of the of the virus so that we don't get infected and both the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine work pretty much the same i would say you know it'd be hard pressed to tell the difference between pepsi and coke i would say pretty much the same thing between the two there you know there's some very subtle differences one needs colder storage one has three weeks in between injections, one is four weeks in, in, in between injections. So, um, but I don't think there's that, the platform and the way it's designed is the same. What's, mm -hmm. what's particularly exciting about both is that this can be um, uh, a, a way that in the future, if we're faced with other, with other illnesses, we might be able to use the same technology to, um, to, to make vaccines quickly. And I don't, think it's a, I don't think it's a coincidence that these are the first vaccines out of, out of the gate. For sure. Um, next question is, um, I'm reading off a list. From sure. Our no, that's really, that's, these are great questions. Keep going. Yeah. Um, next question. Um, what, what can one do um, for example, like, can they, what age um, do you recommend for the starting of the vaccine? Like, is there a certain age from... So that would be another small difference between the two. And it's really simply who, who was tested on. So the Moderna, and that's, the Moderna vaccine is approved for children 12 and above. And I'm, as a pediatrician, that's how I say it, but... Basically, it's like 12 through whatever, 100 and whatever. And mm -hmm. the Pfizer vaccine is approved for 16 and up and above. Mm -hmm. So I'll be getting the um, Pfizer, you're saying? Uh, you'll be, no, you can get either one. Because yeah. unless, if you were, if you if you were 12, 13, 14, or 15, you would get, uh, um, you would have to get the Moderna. Yeah. Um, next question is, um, how can one uh, find that, that, is there going to be, would they see any side effects with this vaccine? Yeah, I think that they're going to have some common side effects. I think that in, in particular for the second injection, um, for both of these, you're going to find some pretty common vac vaccine side effects, such as uh, pain at the site. Um, uh, for example, like the pain would be like the uh, flu vaccine? Yeah, yeah. I think it would, you'd have some soreness at the site. I, I, I really, I mean, I, I can't speak to those details, but I could say that, that you can get pain at the injection site. 
there's been some fatigue and achiness. Um, sim symptoms like those um, that that uh, that are 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 somewhat significant, but certainly certainly a very a tiny price to pay for mm -hmm. for the prevention that 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 we've we've seen from the studies so far yeah um i actually saw a video of a woman a nurse who got their vaccine and um she fainted after a couple minutes after luckily she was fine um do you think what do you think um that that in that result, do you think that can happen, um, or what would what do you think? As far as fainting, yeah, but after the vaccine, right? Is that the truth? Is symptom? the truth is it can it can be a symptom. Uh, fainting can be a symptom from many vaccines, if not For technically sure. and potentially all of them, but. Um, there are two, two of the teenage vaccines, for instance, um, are, are, uh, um, are particularly notorious for having a side effect of fainting. Normally that's due to the fact that it's, it's probably more, a more painful vaccine. It's more of a, um, cause sometimes people faint after they have a significant pain. But I wouldn't, yeah. but uh, so far, you know, from, from the, the reports that I've heard that while I'm sure if you vaccinate thousands and thousands, if not millions of people, you're going to have some people that have enough pain that, that they want to faint. I'm, my guess is that that's not going to be as common a side effect that something I, that wouldn't, that I wouldn't be too concerned about. All right. Next question is, of course, um, um, allergies. What what is the story about that? Um, what can you have an allergic reaction of, of this vaccine? Right. I th um, you. I think there is caution surrounding the vaccine, which is why they ask people to um, that if they have a history of allergies to be monitored for up to a half hour. Um, to mm -hmm. make sure that they haven't ha so if they've had a food allergy to 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 monitor that so i think it's a there's a caution and um and that is something to that i think time will tell um uh as far as like as it's rolled out more generally if it's if it's a larger problem but generally that's going to be in people who had a, a previous allergy a known allergy. Mm -hmm. What type of um, what type of allergies um, do you think for this vaccine can result to an allergic reaction? I don't think it's because of what's in the vaccine. That's a good question. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, I challenge you. To... What? Um, yeah. Um, meanwhile. No, what I would say is that those people had, had likely had food allergies, like peanut or something like that. But it's not as though this has any peanut in it. Yeah. Um, seniors. Um, our, our lovely seniors. Um, God bless them. Um, 
what do you what would you say they is it is it challenging for them to um get this vaccine is it cha- challenging for them to get the vaccine i i, I don't no, i don't saying, quite understand the question i'm saying like um like the testing of the covid-19 and then um do you think it's going to be um challenging for them to have the vaccination in mass produce for them i mean there are millions of doses of both of the vaccines that are being produced so i th- i don't think that there's going to be i i think i think that that uh, I really, again, I wouldn't be able, I don't, I don't know the answer to that, but I don't think that right now, uh, certainly right now there's not enough for everybody, but they're hoping sure. that they're going to have over the course of the year enough vaccine, certainly to vaccinate everyone in the United States and for a really a good number of people worldwide as well. So I don't think that, sure. that the elderly are going to be particularly uh, affected by it. I think that they're probably going to be prioritized. So I think that it would be the opposite. I don't think there's going to be a shortage for the uh, elderly. I think it's going to be, yeah. I think if they, if they have trouble, if they have trouble making enough of the vaccine, I think that the, the, the 20 year olds like yourself are going to, yeah, are, are going to be like, well, you're healthy in 20, so why should we give it to you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, final question um, comes from one of our great um, listeners. Um, he asks, when do you think um, we, we should um, make appointments for the vaccination? And I'd say, how long I'll be honest, I'd say the moment it's available. Meaning he, 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 yeah, he also asked, should we call in now and make an appointment for I vaccination? I don't think that there's any, uh, there are any, there aren't, you're, you're going to be hard pressed to find a doctor who'd take an appointment to get the vaccine at this point. Yeah. <laughs> the, only, the only area that I heard of is Florida. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the only area that i heard yeah so you're saying um that right now you shouldn't call uh, well in. as you know that they've they have different stages of rolling out this vaccine and the first stage yeah. is going to go to the physicians and nurses and people who work in healthcare settings with on the front lines yeah. it's also going to go to those who live in nursing homes and assisted living facilities and such. And then it's going to, to, to roll out to other high risk groups and sort of like this in this prioritized order. So. All right, Dr. Richter, thank you very much. My uncle, um, who is the greatest uncle. Don't, thank you don't tell much. your other uncles okay. that. <laughs> um thank you for your hard work um you should continue the hard work and and stay healthy stay thank well thank you Arye. i never i never realized what a talented interviewer you are until until now so that's so i'm 
happy that that you could you could do this and you did such a great job so i'm very proud of you but it's a it was a pleasure thank you, thank you. all right Take thank care. you Dr. Bye-bye. have a good good evening and welcome to the podcast wow what a um a great song to our intro thank you to our uh, producer <laughs> yeah um great to great day great um to hear everybody um and it's been a while since we had a podcast um because we've been um we've been busy with a lot of stuff such as um uh we've been I've been busy with um many stuff such as um school stuff um that's why we haven't done a podcast um normally I do it on Saturdays so I will try to get the uh podcast up and running on Saturdays um for everybody so you get your podcast by Saturday um for you the final, um, before we get into this podcast, I would like to make an announcement, um, about the final podcast for the year in review. Um, our year in review podcast will be up on December 31st at 6 p.m. on Spotify and all your, um, podcast platforms will be up at 6 p.m. on, on December 31st. So, it will be a year in review for every single interview and um, what we did this past year, um, what we had, and what we and what we discussed. It does not ha- It does not feature the newest um, the newest um, interview that we had on on tonight's podcast due to the fact that we posted it earlier um than tonight um so it will be up on December 31st 6 p.m. look out for for that um all, tonight we will tonight we will have Dr. Joseph Richter um head of Hudson Heights Pediatrics located in in Washington Heights New York, New York, um, he's going to be on our podcast, but first, let's get into the, um, news before that, um, and then we'll talk about the COVID-19 vaccine and COVID-19, everything with COVID, um, that is going on around our, um, crisis with, um, everything going on. So let's get into the news, and then let's get into, um, the Moroccan, uh, peace deal that we've had with, um, we'll play a couple videos, and then we'll get into, um, our, um, interview, and then we'll get into sports, and then we'll finalize, um, with a couple other stuff. So, um, President Trump said on his Twitter today, he said the lockdowns in Democrat um, run states are absolutely ruining the lives of so many people. 
far more than damage that would be caused by the China virus cases in California have risen um, despite the lockdown yet in Florida and other are open, open and doing well. Common sense, please. It's actually true what he says. I just want to say that the reason why there are so many cases in LA County, um, because many, many people are getting sick over there and the hospitals are actually full right now. Um, and the, the very soon they're going to need their, um, the boat that President Trump got for the New York state and brought it to New York City that was not being used during the time that they had to use it for COVID, which the time they didn't use it for COVID, unfortunately, um, but they should have done it. But I think L.A. County would not be using it because of um, political reasons um, for that. All right, this past week, um, a person um, was in a RV was blown up in Nashville, um, Tennessee, and people heard like a uh, a um, a loudspeaker on a loudspeaker to evacuate, um, and they they. S- suddenly see a, uh, fireball from the, uh, RV, and then coming out today, they, uh, they found a, uh, person of interest, um, for the Nashville bombing, identified as 63, 63-year-old Anthony Quinn Warner, um, yeah, that's, so, I further, I went further in depth, um, to that, let me go into further, federal, so, they, the ATF converged the, on the, uh, home of the possible, um, interest in the explosion, rocked down the, uh, Nashville as investigators um, sourced hundreds of tips and leads blast damaged dozens of buildings on Christmas morning. And so they're saying they there's still there's a person still um still in interest. So I found this um very very cool thing, possibly cool. Um there's a person that was was reunited together. Amazing thing that happened. Two Arab plumbers refused to actually not. Um it's not it's not an amazing thing. It's not really amazing. Two Arab plumbers refused to charge I mean, it is amazing. I find it's cool. That they, this um, final thing that the that I'm about to tell you, 
So two Arab plumbers refused to charge a woman from Haifa after they found out she was a Holocaust survivor. Now that the woman was a Holocaust survivor and these Arab um, people who are plumbers and you see a lot of um I know I know how these people work and I know how the economy work in Israel. Um it's very typical. It's not typical to find that the um you wouldn't find that at all in Israel, these type of things. This is my first time ever hearing about that. So God bless these type of the gentlemen that actually do that. Meanwhile, a 24-year-old Brooklyn woman jumped to her... Okay. Um, yes, let's leave it at that. Yeah, let's leave it at that. Okay. I didn't want to say what happened after that. You probably know. Alright, after our solemn Montreal saved a child's life without a pulse, the kid sent a personal letter... On the, and his Shabbat, uh, Sabbath package thanking the members for saving his life in Yiddish. So, um, I, I'm reading right now, and it says the following. I'll read it in English. I'll, I'll, I'll translate it for you. Um, Dear Hatzala of Montreal, you're, you saved my life, and it's... Um, and I can't believe that you, you saved my life. Y'all, um, live healthy and continue singing lives of others. Sincerely, and I don't want to say his name, but yes. People are great out there. Um, there was, there was, um, numerous police calls in... Um, in England, after there was a, uh, police showed up at, in Antwerp, when they found out a, uh, synagogue was limited to fifth, only 15 people, when they found out that were, they were fined, they find they found, um, 70 people were there, and everyone in the synagogue was fined. Here's the uh, latest from dope, the dope from Park Slope, as um, what do you call calls um, the as uh, Curtis Slewa says the dope from Park Slope, which is Bill De Blasio. Here's what he says. Um, the Mayor Bill de Blasio says the following. Here's the real gift of New York of your holidays. Weekend. 51,880 New Yorkers have been have now vac got vaccinated for COVID-19. We have a long road ahead, but we're on our way to the end of this crisis. Um, I think we're, we have been on a, a long way 
to the end of the road for New York City. Because, um, wait until we finally celebrate for for near the New York City Mayor Bill Blasio to get out of office, and then you have Andrew Giuliani who's gonna redo New York City like crazy, like crazy. It's gonna be great. If you have to, if you're gonna have Andrew Giuliani in there. He's gonna clean up the entire city like crazy. He's gonna he's gonna make sure that everything is is good. He's gonna make sure the police department is fine. He's gonna make sure everything. But right now, you called the police department for an accident. They ain't coming. They're too busy with the shooting. That's how bad it is in the police department right now in New York City. Unfortunately. That's how bad your your entire city is bad. I just want to mention um one thing. I was listening to the Chaim Deutsch show on Thursday. Um and he said that everyone he quoted this that everyone should vote for Giuliani for the for a main reason because he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. I I I find that Giuliani Andrew Giuliani is going to be the great mayor of New York City. He's not. I'm not sure if he's going to call. If he's going to be called America's junior, um, America's. Mayor, that America's mayor, or America's junior mayor, or the American, or the junior American mayor. I think that um, they should call him junior American mayor, because the real American mayor is Rudy Giuliani. But Andrew Andrew Giuliani, I feel that he's going to be the junior American mayor. That's what I would call him. You can comment in the section for the uh, on your pod on the podcast platform and see what. Uh, and then so you so let me know what you think. Um, what Andrew Giuliani is going to be called. You can comment over there. I don't want to get into what um, Bill De Blasio is called. He's already called many things from many people. Many people call him the dope from Park Slope and um, the Sea Squad. Um, there's many names, actually. I can go all night, ladies and gentlemen. All night. I was, I was uh, told from my, my mother, who went to um, New York City this past week, and I have gone to New York City since the beginning of co- um since be- since um way before COVID uh, and um my friend actually was in in New York City during COVID times um and he was telling me back in September how New York City looks like a dump and then my mother tells me how it looks like a uh how New York City is a is a 
it's like a it's like a ghost town. It's like literally a ghost town right now. Thirty fourth Street, Forty Second Street is ghost town. Nothing, nothing is there. Macy's, no one is shopping there. Fifth Avenue, you go to Fifth Avenue, not a single person there. I was laughing my head off when I heard this. I was laughing my head off this when I heard this. New York City is is, a, is gone. With its economy, with its residents, New York City is gone. Like crazy done. Ladies and gentlemen, you must vote for Andrew Giuliani to clean up the entire New York City and make sure that the entire New York City is cleaned up and finally get done. So you don't have a dump in a mayor that is a um like crazy in the head that basically um basically defunded your police department Andrew I just want to say one thing about Andrew Yang and then we'll get in back into the news Andrew Yang wants your police department defunded and plus he's going to give college um students what he said when he was when he was in, when he was running for um, president, he said he's going to give $2,000 to college students. Listen, ladies and gentlemen. Why on earth you have someone who's running um mayor that is basically failed for... um. For um, president. He's going to fail for mayor. There's a reason why he failed for um, presidency. And there's a reason why he's going to fail for mayor. A man who doesn't know what he's doing. Um, as, and if he doesn't know what he's doing. And if you don't know this city well. Then you don't run for mayor. Simple as that, ladies and gentlemen. Simple as that. So, the latest thing in New York City is um, no indoor dining, only outdoor dining. Now, it's freaking cold outside, of course. Many, and sometimes it snows. You still have to eat outside. Even when it snows. Thank you to the mayor of New York City and New York State, um, Governor Andrew Cuomo. Thank you to them. I don't. I'm gonna get into uh, Gavin Newsom and um, the LA County um, mayor in a, in a few minute, in a moment. Um, rant about them next. I'll get to them in a few minutes. I just um want to tell you about a joke that I found. You might find this funny. I was going to uh, get the vaccination, but I couldn't find a photographer. 
the whole thing is basically latest thing that people like to do. They like to get a photographer. They they need to take a picture of a person of the actual vaccination. That's the reason. Alright, so next. I want everybody to call Governor Ducey and the legislature of Arizona. I'm going to play you um, the following from President Trump. I'm going to play the following. And you tell me that you should... Everyone should call. I'm going to tell you phone numbers that you... Now, let me tell you one thing. On the home screen of YouTube, YouTube has taken down, is taking off content from President Trump. They're taking down videos constantly. From President Trump. And. We're going to play. Um, following. A video. From the following. I'm going to tell you. Um, phone numbers. Um, from the following. From I'm going to show you a 30 second. 31 second. Um, play a 31 second video. Here we go. Election observers in Georgia. Thought they were done counting for the night. But when they went home. Security footage shows poll workers pulling out trunks containing ballots from overwhelmingly Democrat precincts. The media won't admit it, but it's on video. And now heavily Democrat DeKalb County cannot find chain of custody documents. It's outrageous. Contact your legislators and governor today. Text fraud to 88022. Demand they hear the evidence. Yes, you should ha- demand them um, the evidence. Call right now, 602 602- Five four two four three three one six zero two five four two four three three one and demand they hear the evidence for the fraud. That's the Arizona um phone number. I'm gonna give you the Michigan phone number. Michigan is five one seven three seven three zero one. Three five five one seven three seven three zero one three five, and demand they hear the evidence in Michigan. That's for Michigan. Now for Wisconsin. Wisconsin is six zero eight two five seven four seven six five six zero eight two seven two five seven. Four seven six five. That's for Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin, call your governor. Also, Michigan, Arizona, call Governor Ducey and your your legislator. Legislator. Now, Georgia is important. Everyone should call Georgia. Call Governor Kemp. And your and your legislator. Call four zero four six five six 
1776-404-656-1776. And tell them we need to we need uh when you do to see the evidence of this election now because it's important that our president is in and and we know that he is in but these states doesn't want to see the president they want to claim that he won it's mu- it's a must um with your help we can claim him to be in so please call those um people those states and c- tell them that our president needs we tell them that you that you're part of the Trump campaign and you're and we mu- and you must and tell them you must see the evidence you must allow the evidence i did it already and i told them we must have the evidence allowed so let's go on into the news and we'll continue with the news Meanwhile, Air Canada, Boeing 737 MAX jet, was an unscheduled flight, unscheduled but safe emergency landing on Friday because of an engine trouble on board where three crew members, but but two passengers, no injuries, were reported. We'll continue. Um, Here's the latest from... Um, one American News Network. Um, here's the list. Trump slams the big tech. Um, calls NDAA a travesty of a bill. One American News um, Newsroom says 11:05 p.m. Um, President Trump once again taking a stand against big tech Section 230 protections in a tweet on Saturday. President Trump. They announced the National Defense um, Authorization Act. He said the following, I will stand by and watch this travesty um, bill without re- regaining, re- resigning, regaining, regaining um, in big tech. End of section 30 now. Before it's too late. So, bad for our country show courage and do what's right the white house statement showed it he said he will not stand by and watch the travesty of a bill happen without regaining um in big tech he added end of six section 30 230 now before it's too late he went on to call it so bad for our country while urging lawmakers to show courage and do what's right. And he wrote in a tweet, our $740 um, defense bill is a gift to China, Russia, and big tech. It's, it fails to terminate the internationally dangerous Section 230 won't allow to bring our troops back home where 
they belong, renames, and destroys um, our forts and our national monuments and makes 5G almost impossible. Then CNBC wrote, Trump vetoes coastal $740 billion defense bill breaking with Republican-led Senate CNB. Well, you should shut up, um, CNBC. How some? So let's continue with um, with um, OEN. What they say? House members um have also spoken out against the Section Two Thirty. Section Two Thirty it needs to be replaced. House Majority House Majority Kevin McCarthy, Republican California, stated, um, these technology companies are not acting. In the manner why of of why two thirty is created, and we see on daily basis they don't need that protection any longer. The law protects tech um platforms from liability when it comes to user posted content and censorship, which is not true. It's kind of true, but not really true. So we need to end section two thirty. That's the latest from OAN. Another um, OAN um, article that I found. Turkey begins requiring negative PCR tests for travel. Turkey begin have begun um, requiring proof of a negative te- um, COVID nineteen test in order to. Board incoming planes. Plane Turkey health minister announced the new policy Friday, which bars those who fail to comply. All passengers flying from Britain, South Africa, or Denmark will be required to quarantine. In addition to providing negative um, test results, this is a change from Turkey's previous policy, which only required a test for those showing symptoms. Um, Turkey published the new new term due to COVID nineteen pandemic. Um, they said one traveler said her trip to Amsterdam was derailed since she had get COVID since she couldn't get a PCR test on a such such short notice. Yesterday, twenty past eight p.m., I got an email from Eurostar. That if I want to go to Amsterdam, I need a PCR test, the traveler said. But how can I get a PCR test in the night or even in one day? These new international requirements are infecting, affecting travelers worldwide. Only more changes are, ex- are expected to come as countries continue to um, issue new policies to combat the pandemic. That's the latest from um, Amsterdam. Meanwhile, we got the latest from Nashville. We spoke about that. Um, here we go. Trump rips McConnell. These marks. 
Why am I not getting it? Trump rips McConnell for showing no fight. President Trump um, has kept pressured on the Senate Republican amidst the campaign challenges to push $2,000 in the stimulus checks would be a tough order for the party's official hawks. If Democrats um, for presidential um, candidate had an election rigged and stolen with proof such acts, Democrat senators would consider it an act of war and would fight to the death. Mitch and the Republicans do nothing, just want to let it pass. No fight. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican um, Kentucky um, Senator, has proved to be less a supporter of the president this fall, saying he considered the White House off-limits during the coronavirus outbreaks, willfully during the um, willfully jumping to defend Joe Biden as president-elect amid the election challenges telling and telling Republicans to in the Senate not to jump on the effort to contest electoral college on January 6. McConnell has said considers Biden a friend. Trump com- comments came to each storm from the winter White House of Mar-a-Lago, um, Palm Beach, Florida. I will, n- I will not stand and watch travesty bill happen without rigging um, big tech and search section 230 now. Um, it is too late, so bad our country. Um, we spoke about that. Um, he said the Justice Department um, is a scam. And where the hell is um, Durham report and the U.S. Supreme Court has totally incompetent um, and weak for and a young military. Blah, blah, blah. He's basically saying everyone is not helping him. Correct. Um... Just China's leapfrogs U.S. as world's biggest economy by 2028 think tank. China will overtake the United States to become the world's biggest economy in 2028, five years earlier, previously estimated due to contrasting um, recovers of two countries from the COVID-19 pandemic, a think tank said for some time overreaching theme of the global economics has been economic um, and soft power struggle between the United States and China century for the economics and business research said in an annual report published on Saturday, the COVID-19 pandemic um, corresponding economic um, fallout 
have certainly tipped rivalry in China's um, favor. The server um, said China's skillful management of the pandemic with its strict early lockdown and hits to long-term growth in the West meant China's relative economic um, performance had improved. China's um, looked set for an average of economic growth is 5.7% of a year from 2021 to 25 before showing 4.5% a year in, from 26 to 30 while the US was likely to have a strong pandemic post pandemic rebound in 21 its growth it would slow to 1.9 a year between 2022 and 24 and then to 1.6% after that, Japan would remain world's third biggest economy in dollar terms until the 2030s, early 2030s, when it would be overtaken by India, but pushing Germany down from fourth to fifth. UK con- currently fifth biggest economy servers measures would slip to the sixth place from 2024. However, despite the um, a hit in 2021 exit from European Union um, single market, British um, GDP in dollars was forecast to be 23% higher than, than France. 2035 helped by Britain's lead increasingly important digital economy. Europe accounted um, for 19% out of output in the um, ten, top 10 global economies in 2020, but that will fall 12% by 2035 or lower if there is a economist split between the EU and Britain, Serber said. Um, it is also said that the pandemic impact on the global economy was likely to show in show up in higher inf- infla- inflation not so growth we see an economic um cycle with rising interest rates in the mid 2020s it said posing a challenge for governments with um have borrowed massively fund to fund their response to COVID-19 crisis, but underlining um, underlying trends that have been accruciated by this point, a greener, a greener and much and more tech-based world as we move into the 2030s. So that's the latest on the... Um, the economy. Meanwhile, let's go to the um, Moroccan um, delegation's visit to visit Israel advanced normalization deal. Countries discuss opening a diplomatic mission, launching direct flights. Netanyahu says, "I think that this is a beginning to of a beautiful friendship 
On Friday, he, he also says the Prime Minister Netanyahu says Morocco's King Mohammed VI invited him um, to visit Israel in Netanyahu's office. A snow sculpture in in the image of George Floyd is crafted in by sculpture in Quebec. No need for a mask on that guy. Um, in the Knesset, Zev Elkin, former Likud um, lawmaker who left Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's party, joined rival um, rival Gidon Sal. New Hope pledged their new right-wing list would not join coalition um, with the premier following elections. According to the several polls, New Hope Party would get 12, I mean, would get 20 seats if the elections were held today. And now the um, Israel is in, going into a fourth election within a year, by the way, due to the um, latest news. Two people were injured after a robot fell down in an escalator at a shopping mall in southwest China. So the chief rabbi of um of Israel, chiefs the chief Sephardic rabbi of Israel, Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef, on Saturday night called on the p- public to vaccinate against the COVID nineteen. He told uh, he told everybody it's time to get the vaccination. Did you know the large group of baboons are called? What are they called? Well, they're called Congress. That explains it now. It doesn't it? That's it. Four ISIS members were detained in um Dagestan, Russia, on Friday after they were plotting a terror plotting a terror attack near the building of the law enforcement agencies. FSB um, public relations said it in a statement. An active shooter uh, in his um, investigation ongoing in Don Carter Lanes in Rockford, Illinois, with early reports of the injuries. In olivant radiations, radiation is common method of killing bacteria viruses. Now, researchers from Tel Aviv University says have proven that the novel coronavirus SARS CoV2 can be killed efficiently, quickly, and cheaply using ultraviolet UV light emitting diodes, UV LEDs, um, at the specific frequencies. Meanwhile, the, oh, let me spoke about that. New York, um, New York Governor Cuomo says a new law signed by Cuomo requires prisoners with children to be given the op- option to be placed in pres- a prison closet to where their children live. We got the um to announce the passing of Rav Shalom um, Pravisky. Brother of um, of the Panajiva, um, Rebbe Roberto Pravitsky, 
Um, passed away today from coronavirus at the age of 85. Hundreds of, of people attended his funeral today. Meanwhile, a Kentucky man um, is going going viral for his unconventional idea of clearing his snow the in his driveway with a flamethrower. Yes, he used a flamethrower to clear his snow. Only in Kentucky. <laughs> yes, it is nuts. Amazon hires lobbyist brother of Biden White House counselor. Um, and President Trump says two thousand plus two thousand plus other people, other family members, not six hundred dollars. Remember it was China's fault. Basically, update on the shooting. People, please say three people are dead and three are injured following the shooting in Don Carter Lanes, Rockford, Illinois. The suspect is in custody. Um, we have a video of to um for the um Moroccan uh, Moroccan peace. Normalization. We'll play you that in a moment. Let me try to find it for you. Here we go. Another Middle Eastern nation moves towards establishing full diplomatic ties to the state of Israel. What America's Hans Hubbard reports. In the latest step towards sustainable peace in the Middle East, representatives of the Trump administration oversee the signing of a series of diplomatic normalization agreements between Morocco and Israel. A U.S. delegation, led by special advisor to the president, Jared Kushner, traveled to the Moroccan capital of Rabat on Tuesday, where they accompanied Israeli and Moroccan officials during the historic ceremony in the city's royal palace. Speaking at a press conference following the signing, Kushner shared he was optimistic about the agreement, adding it opens doors to increase cooperation between the two nations into a potential future in which the Middle East can become a more prosperous and secure region. I'm thrilled to be standing next to our Moroccan and Israeli partners in Rabat to open the door wide to a new era of cooperation. Morocco and Israel are making huge strides on their commitments to resume full diplomatic relations, promote economic cooperation, and to reopen their liaison offices very quickly. This visit is enormously productive so far, and we have more to come tonight and tomorrow. The Moroccan and Israeli delegations have several MOUs and agreements that are ready to sign, and more being drafted in a very wide range of sectors. Indeed, the seeds of cooperation have already begun bearing fruit. The joint U.S.-Israeli delegation traveled from Tel Aviv to Rabat on the first direct commercial flight ever to fly between Israel and Morocco. It is likely to be the first of many, as the normalization of relations is expected to lead to increased tourism between the two nations, particularly from the hundreds of thousands of Israeli citizens of Moroccan descent. 
the deal signed on Tuesday do not form part of the Abraham Accords specifically, given Israel and Morocco have already sustained some level of diplomatic relations in the past, unlike Abraham Accord signatories Bahrain, Sudan and the United Arab Emirates. Nevertheless, the current rapprochement between the Kingdom of Morocco and the State of Israel was brought about by U.S. efforts in cementing the Accords, a fact remarked on by the Moroccan Foreign Minister, who credited President Trump's intervention for laying down the groundwork for peace. This is a very important event because it follows a call that happened between His Majesty King Mohammed XI and U.S. President Donald Trump on December 10th. The calls, you may all remember, included historic and important decisions, whether the case of the Moroccan desert and the U.S. acknowledgement, that is, of the Moroccan lands, or the developments in the Middle East and the re-establishing relations between Morocco and Israel. The signing coincides with a proclamation from President Trump that the U.S. will officially recognize Morocco's claims of sovereignty over Western Sahara, marking the latest step in a concerted effort by the president's administration to reshape politics in the region by moving away from previous administration's focus on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict towards forming a coalition of nations aligned with the U.S. in the struggle against Iran. And according to David Fisher, U.S. ambassador to Morocco, it is only the latest of many more victories to come. So what's next? After the agreements are signed today and the memos of understanding, I will probably be down in in the southern provinces opening our uh, consulate. And then I think over the, the coming months, you can look for more agreements between Israel and our partners coming with with innovation and, and perhaps technology. We're very excited about what can be coming. Hans Hobbert, One American News. Yep, um, a lot of stuff happening. Um, meanwhile, we uh, let's get the uh, coming up is the latest um, news on the vaccine with um. Dr. Joseph Richter coming up on our podcast. Here is our our um, interview with Dr. Joseph Richter. All right, thank you, Dr. Richter, for your time uh, for allowing us to um, interview you. Um, if anyone would like to um, go to Hudson Heights Pediatrics, um, we'll give you the. Um, phone number for them. Just give me a moment. Hudson. We'll give you their info. Just give us a minute because our, um, our, our, um, our, uh, excuse me, our, um, producer is looking for it, uh, the, for the info. Is this it? Yes, that's it. Okay. Um, their info is, um, you can call their phone number is 212-781-0440, excuse me, 212-781-0400. 
Um, you can schedule an appointment um, and give their office a call f um, for them. They're, they're closed on Christmas. They're going to reopen um, on December 28th. Um, if you, if you, if you need to speak to a doctor, um, 212-781-0400 connects to a provider on call. So that's the good part. Um, you, they recommend for you to get the flu vaccine. Um, and they're located in Hudson, in, uh, Washington Heights. Uh, their hours of operation is 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Monday, I think, to, uh, to, is it every day? Yes, every day except for Saturday. Saturday, they are closed. Um... On Sundays, they are opened at 10.30 for sick appointments. Only sick appointments. Actually, no. That was wrong. Um, yeah, Sundays, they're open 10.30 for sick appointments. All, most Sundays, they're opened. Um, except for this Sunday. Which is because due to the holiday that they're celebrating. Um, let's get into Gavin Newsom. And then finish off the day. That we would like to, um, would like to, uh, say. wonderful day that we had um let's get into Gavin Newsom how ridiculous LA County and um how the entire the entire um the entire California is not handled The entire, the entire California has been in a lockdown since the beginning President of Trump COVID. Millions of jobs, saved the economy from a worldwide pandemic, and led the effort to discover a vaccine at warp speed. America rewarded President Trump with over 74 million votes, more votes from African Americans, Latinos, and Jewish Americans than any Republican in decades, suggesting a landslide victory. But something happened. Some states rushed out mail-in ballots, a recipe for fraud. Biden ballots added in the middle of the night, suitcases of ballots added in secret in Georgia. Illegal aliens voted. And here in Wisconsin, reports of dead people voting. It's an outrage. Call your legislators at 608-257-4765. Demand they inspect the machines and hear the evidence. Call your legislators at 608-257-4765. Stand up for President Trump. Call today. Paid you should call 
Um, I was trying to get that. Um, Michigan. Here we go. Millions of jobs. Save the economy from a world. President Trump created millions of jobs. Save the economy from a worldwide pandemic. And led the effort to discover a vaccine at warp speed. America rewarded President Trump with over 74 million votes. More votes from African Americans, Latinos, and Jewish Americans than any Republican in decades, suggesting a landslide victory. We spoke about that. All right. Um, so Gavin Newsom set, has been um, having his state in a lockdown since the beginning of pandemic. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how he made his entire state in a big, huge lockdown since the beginning of COVID. The one thing I have to say, it's ridiculous. Um, for those who didn't see the April, April Alpo 11, here's um, the beginning. Here's the Alpo 11. Welcome to Apollo 11 Mission Control. Oh. What's left of it anyway? The space race. 12 years of open warfare between two superpowers. The United States and the Soviet Union. We used our best missiles, our best pilots. Scientists and engineers. We employed aircraft carriers, radar stations, all the military hardware we had to defeat our ideological nemesis. When each team had over 20,000 nuclear warheads apiece. The space race was the defining act of the second half of the 20th century. Time for this nation to take a clearly leading role in space achievement. Fifty years ago, men from planet Earth first set foot upon the moon. You owe it to yourself and to history to experience the space age from the inside and see how it took hundreds of small steps to get to that one giant leap. I'm Bill Whittle, and this is what we saw. That's what um, you can view it on. You can join it on, on the uh, Daily Wire to see it. Um, coming up on the 21st, which is happened already. Um, you can view it over there. So Trump failed to cyber, at a cybersecurity. Joe Biden slams Trump for Russian hack, apparently. Great job, Joe Biden, um, for that. And then the CDC warns, um, tells people to wear a mask, helps protect from breathing COVID in the virus, and that causes COVID-19. Wear a mask over the mouth and nose to reduce the spread of COVID-19 to your friends and family members and canoe members. Um, yes. Meanwhile, Passaic, um, city takes, um, care of their streets. Snatching, um, stuff. For example, snatching, um, nacho spaces, which is called, um, chairs and other things that is um, around the entire Passaic, like saving spots, um, what is put out to save your parking spots, install, um, you're going, 
according to our mayor, you're not allowed to um, save that. Um, for you're not allowed to save spots. Thank you to the mayor of Passaic for that. Today is um, Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa to those who celebrate it. Um, and Christmas morning, there was a rock downtown of explosion. Um, for those who heard it, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. So the latest numbers in in uh, New Jersey is five thousand ninety-five new positive cases, four thousand four hundred fifty-five, four hundred fifty-four thousand nine hundred two community cases, fifty-one new confirmed deaths, and sixteen thousand six hundred and fifty total confirmed deaths, one thousand nine hundred forty-five probable deaths. That's the latest. Michigan. Attorney General slams the people wishing a Merry Christmas after Trump warns many people, um, warns people that this year we're going to have a Merry Christmas. While Trump is in um, Mar-a-Lago for the next few days, while fighting the election, uh, Joe Biden's getting ready. To be in office for president, which is not going to happen. Um, I went to Joe Biden's page on Google. I found this. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Jill and I wish you and your family peace, joy, health, and happiness this season. But we know for so many of you in our nation, this has been a very difficult year. And we're reminded in this season of hope... It's been a difficult year, Joe, because um, I, I found that my election has been stolen. ...our common humanity and what we're called to do for one another. Many of our fellow Americans are struggling to find work, literally put food on the table, pay their rent or their mortgage. Reminded we're on this earth to care He for keeps on saying the same thing over and over. And to be a source of help and hope to friend and stranger alike. Many families are facing their first Christmas having lost a loved one. And Joe and I know that sorrow. And we know how in times of grief, a kind word can mean so much. This is also a season of gratitude. And we're so thankful for the frontline and essential workers who have put themselves at risk for all of us, and for the scientists and researchers who have worked to deliver vaccines that are an incredible scientific breakthrough. And we're thinking of our service members who are far from home and the loved ones who miss them. Our family knows your sacrifice, and our hearts are with you. For the Bidens, we usually have 20 to 25 people over Christmas Eve for dinner, but not this year. We'll, uh, we're going to miss our family, but it's what we need to do to keep our family safe. We hope you'll consider limiting travel and the size of family gatherings as well this year. Even as our celebrations are dimmed, we know that this won't be forever, 
and brighter days are coming soon. On this holy day, we remember that love and joy can be shared across the farthest distances. We celebrate apart, but not alone, and look forward to next year, when we can come together with renewed appreciation for the people and the traditions we love. So from our family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy, happy Holidays. holidays. Well, we well happy holidays. I think we're gonna have a happy holiday. Throughout the summer, Democrats cruelly blocked COVID relief legislation in an effort to advance their extreme left-wing agenda and influence the election. Then, a few months ago, Congress started negotiations on a new package to get urgently needed help to the American people. It's taken forever. However, the bill they are now planning to send back to my desk is much different than anticipated. It really is a disgrace. For example, among the more than 5,000 pages in this bill, which nobody in Congress has read because of its length and complexity, it's called the COVID relief bill, but it has almost nothing to do with COVID. This bill contains $85.5 million for assistance to Cambodia. $134 million to Burma, $1.3 billion for Egypt and the Egyptian military, which will go out and buy almost exclusively Russian military equipment, $25 million for democracy and gender programs in Pakistan, $505 million to Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama. This is what Joe Biden wants, by the way. million dollars for the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., which is not even open for business. One billion dollars for the Smithsonian and an additional one hundred and fifty four million dollars for the National Gallery of Art. Likewise, these facilities are essentially not open. Seven million dollars for reef fish management. $25 million to combat Asian carp. $2.5 million to count the number of amberjack fish in the Gulf of Mexico. A provision to promote the breeding of fish in federal hatcheries. $3 million in poultry production technology. $2 million to research the impact of downed trees. $566 million for construction projects at the FBI. The bill also allows stimulus checks for the family members of illegal aliens, allowing them to get up to $1,800 each. This is far more than the Americans are given. Despite all of this wasteful spending and much more, the $900 billion package provides hardworking taxpayers with only $600 each in relief payments. And not enough money is given to small businesses and in particular restaurants, whose owners have suffered so grievously. They were only given a deduction for others to use in business their restaurant for two years. This two-year period must be withdrawn, which will allow the owners to obtain financing and get their restaurants back in condition. Congress can terminate it at a much later date, but two years is not acceptable. It's not enough. 
Congress found plenty of money for foreign countries, lobbyists, and special interests while sending the bare minimum to the American people who need it. It wasn't their fault. It was China's fault, not their fault. I am asking Congress to amend this bill and increase the ridiculously low $600 to $2,000 or $4,000 for a couple. I'm also asking Congress to immediately get rid of the wasteful and unnecessary items from this legislation and to send me a suitable bill or else the next administration will have to deliver a COVID relief package and maybe that administration will be me and we will get it done. Thank you very much. That's President Trump's message for um, Christmas. Let's check the latest um, on news before we finish up. The coronavirus um, countries in EU begun receiving the first shipments of the COVID-19 vaccine this weekend ahead. Massive rollout um, planned for Sunday. And I think that's it for today. We think we'd like to thank um, our guest, Dr. Richter, um, for coming on to our show. We'd like to thank um, everyone for joining our show. And we'd like to thank everyone for joining our show for 2020. We're going to um, be um, rolling out our year, our um, looking be, um, into our the past year um, podcast um, on December 31st at 6 p.m. We're going to go in through the past um, months. Uh, of um, COVID and everything in 2020, what we've done and what we had throughout 2020. We're also going to look through um, and we're also going to um, look through everything that we've interviewed, what we had in 2020. Um, the next announcement for 2021, our first show will be next week Sat, uh, I think Saturday um, will be 2021. Um, we will feature our news and everything that is going to happen before we um, go out, go off um, for um, the before we. F- finish up I'd like to announce that NBA just started so the Brooklyn so I'm a huge Brooklyn fan I'd like to announce that the Brooklyn Nets has a great team this year I'm a huge Brooklyn fan because Kyrie Irving and um 
Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant is a is back. Um, and next, let's see what what's their score for the past night. Uh, scores schedule. Here we go. Um, Boston won, uh, beat the, uh, Brooklyn Nets. No, uh, Brooklyn actually won. Let's see the latest on the recap of that. Um, Brooklyn won this game. 123 to 95. Um, their next game is going to be versus Chicago. No, not Chicago. Um, is it Chicago? Am I wrong? Tomorrow. Uh, no, Charlotte is tomorrow at 7 p.m. For those who are Brooklyn fans. Meanwhile, in NFL, let's see the greatest NFL. I'm not a huge fan of NFL. Um, let's see the latest in NFL. Um, for those who are NFL, um, fans, shout out there. Schedule for tomorrow is week 16. We're up to week 16, second to last, um, week. The final for, the final for the, um, Minnesota versus, um, New Orleans. 33, Minnesota. Um... New Orleans lost. Um, that was uh, Friday the twenty-fifth, um, which was Christmas. The twenty-sixth, um, which was today, we had three games, and currently Miami's still playing. Right now, it's in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Um, the first game was. Um, which is the Buccaneers versus Detroit. Buccaneers won 47-7 versus Detroit. San Francisco versus um, Arizona. San Francisco won 20-12 against Arizona. The Miami Dolphins are playing uh, Las Vegas Raiders. The current score is 13 to six, 16 to 13 plus um, 13 to 16, which is um, 16 is the uh, Raiders and 13 is the Dolphins. Now let's go for Sunday's games. It is um, Pittsburgh versus 
the Utah, not Utah, is it Utah? Let's see. Indiana, Pittsburgh versus Indianapolis Colts. I don't know my teams actually. I do not know my teams. Um, Atlanta versus Kansas City, Chicago Bulls, Bulls versus um, Jacksonville, and then Cincinnati versus Houston. Um, Giants against the Baltimore Ravens, and then Cleveland versus New York Jets. All these, um, Sunday games that I just announced is at 1 p.m. Now let's go for the 405 games. Carolina versus Washington State. Denver versus, um, L.A. Chargers. Those are the 405 games. 425 games is the following. 425. Here we go. Tomorrow. Um, Philly versus Dallas. LA Rams versus um, um, Seattle. That is 425. Sunday night um, is Tennessee versus Green Bay. At 8.20. Monday night. Here we go. Buffalo versus New England. And then. Let's go for uh, week 17. Who we got? Um, I'll, no, I'll announce um, everything next week. Um, for everybody. And then we got the wild card. Um, of course. So far, we don't have any available games. And then we got divisional. We got conference um, championship, Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl is not happening this year due to COVID. And then we got Super Bowl. So that's that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, and thank you for tuning in. Have a great evening. And stay safe. God bless. Good night. Thank you.